Hello, and welcome to the Stupid Sequels Podcast, where we find truly terrible movies and give them all the attention they don't deserve. Each episode, we'll discuss exactly what made such a horrible sequel, from casting to budget to just plain bad writing. While we all love a great movie, there's something just a little more fun about watching a seriously stupid sequel. Now, while there are plenty of awful sequels out there, we have a few guidelines about the kind of movies we'll be reviewing here. We're talking about direct-to-video, made-for-TV, never-appeared-in-a-theater sequels. The ones the studios gave up on before they even started. So, this week, my guest is Francis, and we will be discussing Mulan 2, the sequel to Mulan. Francis? Chelsea? You were so excited. Because oh you were originally going to do Little Mermaid. And then you're like, wait, 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 wait. Can I switch to Mulan? Can I switch to Mulan? I'm like, yes, nothing's locked down. You're like, oh, thank God. You were so relieved. <laughs> well, I grew up watching Mulan. I had the VHS and I would just like, I, at least once a week, plug it in, watch it, love it. You know, it was great. I can see Tiny Francis. Like, <laughs> did you try to wipe off half your makeup with your sleeves? <laughs> Maybe. So I, I just remember I see so many BuzzFeed articles. It's like, okay, I want a makeup remover as good as Mulan's sleeve because that shit was fresh. Like, Fucking clean lines like, and boop. everything. There's so, there's whole like um, expectations versus reality, and there's one with Mulan where she does that, and it just is all smeared like a clown face. <laughs> I'm like, true. Okay, so the original came out in 1998. The sequel came out in 2005. The original got an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Any guess on what the sequel got? Uh, 14%. Zero. <laughs> of course it got zero percent. I found so many articles like why Mulan 2 is the most racist, horrible movie of all time. <laughs> it's pretty bad. There was going to be a Mulan 3. Like, they had already started animating. Seriously? And this one tanked so hard, they're like, never mind, never mind. Kill it, kill it, kill it. Like, that's how bad it was. Oh, my God. Um... So, shocking, because, I mean, if you look at it on paper, they got the entire original cast back, minus Eddie Murphy. Because he had a contract with Shrek 2. It was Shrek 2, not Shrek 1, funny enough, but Shrek 2, where uh, Eddie Murphy wasn't allowed to do any other animated whatever. Yeah. It sucks, but um, But the cast are um, B.D. Wong as Li Shang. Um, B.D. Wong is a musical theater actor. He has a Tony Award. His singing oh. voice is Donny Osmond. Oh, God. Because this movie is racist. Oh, my God. More of that later. Um, Ming-Na Wen is Mulan and the singing oh. voice of Mulan. Who is it, Francis? Leia Salonga. How much do you love her? So much. Don't we all? Oh, uh, she's perfect. So much. Uh, George Takei is Ancestor <laughs> Fa. <laughs> Harvey Firestein is Yao. Gede uh, Watanabe? Watanabe. Ken Watanabe. Not Ken. It's Gede. Oh. What? G-E-D-D-E. G-E-D-D-E. Oh, Gede. I think it's Gede. Gede Watanabe, I think. He is uh, Ling. He's uh, Long Duck Dong in 16 Candles. Okay. And then the guy who plays Po Chen has eight voice credits and like four <laughs> of them are Mulan related. <laughs> um, and then the three princesses who are... Uh, May, Sue, and Ling Ling? Ting Ting. Ting Ting, there we go. Um, are played by... so racist. Lucy Liu, Sandra Oh, and Lauren Tom. Lauren Tom oh. is the voice of... Lauren Tom is the voice of uh, Amy Wong on Futurama. Oh. And number three on Codename Kids Next Door. 
oh, there was a fan theory about number three growing up to be Amy Wong. They were right. <laughs> um, And, like, half of her voice credits are for other Asian characters. So, like, get it, Lauren, Tom. I like Apparently you. Your voices have a type. Cool. Now, what made you love the original so much? It was just so... It was just so well-rounded. It was dark but also just like light and humorous but there was always like this looming sense of like the opening scene is oh my god like people are dying and the war has started now all of china knows you're here good like yeah like shudder he just burns the flag like and like they were a disney villain they were not like ha 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 i'm gonna sing a song about how bad i am like my favorite part when he's like i want all of china to know i'm here send a message yeah how many people does it take to send a message one boom oh. shoots him in the back with an arrow like he is a villain who does not but he's a villain without a villain song he yeah that's how bad he is he's 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 one of the few disney villains to have actually killed somebody i think they originally wanted to make him genghis khan but it didn't work mm. uh time-wise because in the original they worked really hard to make the visual design really close to the Ming and Qing dynasties. I mean, the uh, opening sequence, which is just like the painting on water. Oh, so beautiful. They actually did watercolor on rice paper and just filmed so it. Cool. It's so pretty. And I like how they did that for the opening in Mulan too, actually. Yeah, and they created the crowd simulation software um, for the hunt attack and the crowd scenes so that you could have a crowd, but you could control each of the characters individually. And they oh, named shit. it Attila because <laughs> they're the Huns. I get it. Um, so the soundtrack was originally supposed to be Stephen Schwartz. He no did, uh, but he got offered Prince of Egypt. Oh. And they uh, wanted to remove Stephen Schwartz's name from all of the advertising for Hunchback. Oh. After that, they were so mad. Hunchback? Stephen Schwartz did Hunchback. And oh, that's wrong. right. That's right. Yeah. But they wanted to remove his name from all of the advertising. They were so mad at him. Really? And they didn't let him do another Disney movie for a really long time. Oh, jeez. Because he'd already written three songs for Mulan. That's Oh, damn. And they scrapped all three of those songs, and the music was done by Wilder and Zipple. Hmm. I don't know Well, I mean, I'm glad, because, like, what? Be a Man, Reflection. Like, they have so many they good iconic songs. Like, do you, like, wonder, like, how good it could have been? I do. Because Stephen Schwartz, Schwartz is so good. Um, and Christina Aguilera's version of Reflection was her first song released in the U.S., and it got her a recording contract with RCA. No way. It launched her solo career. And there huh. are seven different international versions of the song. Uh, Leia sings, like, four of them. Of course she does. Because she's everything. She's amazing. Um, Jackie Chan actually voices Li Shang in the Chinese version. And he is Li Shang's, um animation guide mo i don't know what you call it or something like yeah he, not movement capture because no, they weren't that advanced right, yet right. but he'd like come into the studio to do all of the martial arts moves and oh, they used him so as cool. the reference um something else fun about mulan mm-hmm. disney had a deal with uh mcdonald's oh yeah at the time i i haven't heard about this what? and they did some promotional materials oh yeah like like sauces or food or anything or something what, like that? what kind of sauce was it I, I i think it was like szechuan sauce do it <laughs> he looked like he was gonna pop if he didn't get to do that <laughs> um, yes rick and morty szechuan <laughs> sauce bring oh, it back disney bring it back bring it back Okay, so we have to talk about this. Okay. They're doing a remake of Mulan live action, a la Cinderella and Beauty mm-hmm. and the Beast. So yeah, in the live action one, it's not going to be a musical. Mm-hmm. There's no Shang Li. Okay. 
And there's no Mushu. There's no Mushu? Hmm. Which, like, then don't make a Mulan movie. <laughs> no, I, I legit, if you want to make, like, an empowering woman's movie with a Chinese character, there are others. I just think it's strange that they don't have Shang in there. And they're like, oh, we want this one to be more historically accurate. Well, then you should have made it historically accurate the first time. Because guess what? We didn't all watch the first one. We're like, oh, we liked it, but the historical accuracy could have been... No! Yeah, the first one was good. Why fix something that's not broken? And like I, and I already said this in Rebecca's copy, remake ones that sucked. They're remaking Black Cauldron. I fully agree with that. Because oh. Black Cauldron, they condensed five books into one movie. Oh, God. Which is why it makes no goddamn sense. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. But, all right. Um, so the original Mulan was nominated for an Oscar and a Golden Globe. The animation is, like, a gorgeous mix of animation and CGI. Beautiful. Like, where they use CGI, it, it's seamless or it's needed. It's gorgeous. I mean, five minutes into the movie, we know all the characters. We know all their characteristics. The music and the vocals and the orchestrations are gorgeous. Ten minutes into the movie, we have Honor to Us All and Reflection. Which are so perfect. two incredible songs. And this was the first Disney movie to be released on DVD. Huh. Yep. Probably got a simultaneous release on VHS. <laughs> oh, VHS. We're old. Shh. Okay. So, Mulan 2. And of course, my neighbor's going to vacuum. <sighs> I'm so sorry if you can hear it, guys. <laughs> um, the animation looks cheap. It looks like the... The animated television series, Mulan. Like the Saturday like, morning cartoon yeah. version. It's so bad. Um, so it starts with an award ceremony for Mushu with all of the other ancestors. Um, they do this weird thing where they have modern humor. Like he has like, like marquee lights and a hot yeah. tub. Which like, I get you make modern jokes in the Disney movies and that's what makes them funny. Like... I mean, they'd be like, who would ever take a girl seriously? Wink, wink, nod, nod, get it. It's a modern joke. But in all Disney sequels, they seem to do this weird thing where they're like, we're going to have, in in the Cinderella movie that Becca and I just reviewed, mm -hmm. they have a, a Ferris wheel. What? And like in the later Aladdin movies, they use all of this modern technology. Like beyond the genie. That's so... I feel, I feel like it's good in little doses, you know, but like it's overkill. Yeah, and I don't know why they do it exclusively in Disney sequels. Like, so do you strange. realize that it sucks and that's why you're doing it? Or do you just get such a poor to team together that's the only the only tools they have to lean on? I feel like at, by the second movie, they've already, you know, it's like, okay, it's good. We know it's good. So we'll put, like, the interns on it. And the thing is, everyone just buys tickets or buys it because they're like, oh, it's great. It's Mulan. And then they've already bought it by the time they realize it sucks. Oh, God. This is pre, like, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Where you can be like, nobody see Mulan 2. It's terrible. Like, <laughs> you just had to, like, speak to the people next to you and be like, this movie is bad. And racist and terrible. And, oh, my God. Oh, it's so racist. Okay. So, if any of you guys watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, there's this whole episode where Titus finds one of his uh, past lives is a geisha. Huh. And are you recording on a third track? No. Okay. No. Um, he finds out one of his previous lives was a geisha, and he writes a musical about it. Uh, the intro music to Mulan 2 sounds like Titus's geisha song. <laughs> in how traditional and accurate it is. Uh, 
So grandma is running a proposal pool on uh, when Mulan will get engaged and the dad's betting on it. Of course. Which is so funny. Um, Mulan has tiny child fans who just like <laughs> come to her house and they're like, is Mulan here? And they're like, she's out back. Wink, wink. Doing her chores. Wink, wink. She's training her child army. That's the, <laughs> that's the weird part too. Before even the children get there, Mulan's just like, okay, Mulan won. Mulan's like, I understand that, you know, she went through an awesome training montage. The greatest training montage so song good. ever. Iconic, iconic. But, you know, she's still established as, as, oh, she's a little clumsy, but she's still herself. She's not a warrior by any means, but, you know, she is just, you know, calm, peaceful, serene. But then now in this one, she's opening up with, ha, hoo, ha, ha, yeah, just like fighting and training for some reason in the backyard. No, literally, she's like, hiya, hiya, hiya. And then someone walks in, she's like, Hiya. <laughs> That's how she says hello to people. She goes, hiya. Because China. Um, <sighs> What's Mulan's favorite drink? I see. What? Oh. <laughs> that is a more culturally sensitive joke than any single one that the movie makes. That is true. So she's teaching the children their lessons. Uh, lesson two is kick butt. But lesson one is to be gentle and tough. And she's teaching them about opposites and balance. And then they have a song that's just like, hey, what made um, I'll Make a Man Out of You a good song? Is it lists and metaphors? No, yeah, guys. That was it. Yeah. It's not. Because they're literally like, <laughs> you gotta be like a tree. You gotta be like bamboo. You gotta be like a rock. And you gotta be like water. That's not even close to the tune. But like literally they're just listing opposite things. <laughs> and that's it. That's the whole song. Oh, in the intro, there's this like heavy focus on a yin yang symbol, like multiple oh, yeah, times, yeah. like yin yang symbol. Yin yang. This is gonna be important, guys. Opposites, opposites. The actual singing isn't that bad. No, it's fantastic. Just actually, the song is so bad. Terrible. Um. So Shang rides up, and he's in his general uniform now. He got a promotion. Oh, so fancy! He looks. Re- I, it, I think it looks really cool on him. He looks real fancy, and all the kids are like, "General Shang!" Everyone's oh! fangirling over him. I love it. And he's like, "Oh, oh there's tiny children about, and I kind of wanted to talk to you. move on alone." Oh, and this one little girl's just like dead staring him, like, "I want you." <laughs> And he hands her his helmet. She just runs away with it. He hands her his a general's helmet. A general's helmet. And Mulan's like, you're never going to get that back. He's like, I know. He just doesn't, like... And he's cool with it. Wasn't that the, like, what if that was the helmet that, like, his father had? That he that's put what on? he finds. Yeah. He, he leaves that. Oh, that's right. He left it. He left. That's right. He went back and got it. <laughs> he went back on it. And he gave he little the girl child. Get away. That child's going to be running around the village with the general's helmet. They're going to be like, did you steal that? No, somebody get... Yeah, we're putting yeah. you in child jail. Right? You're dead. So... It's an expensive piece of armor. Um, okay, they walk around a corner and Mulan has changed outfits. <laughs> because she was in, like, in her blue warm-ups. And then all of a sudden she's in this, like, cute little purple dress. Like, her proposal outfit. Do it for the gram. I want to be, like, so cute when I get proposed <laughs> to. I want to, like, color coordinate with the magnolia trees. Oh, Mulan means magnolia. Hmm? Mulan in Chinese is magnolia. Oh. That's why he puts the magnolia flowers in her hair and there's a magnolia tree in their backyard. I and... get it now. Yeah. So, Mushu finds out she's engaged. Oh, oh, the dad won the proposal bet, guys. He bet that they'd oh get engaged God. before sunset. It's so weird, too, how they play him as, like, this all-wise character. He's like, a man never gambles. It is bad. Or it's whatever, you know, shit he, like that. And then she's like, honey, you saying you're not supposed to gamble? He's like, I can't do the accent. 
because I'm not Asian. <laughs> Francis is, guys. Francis is Asian. He's allowed. Um, when he's it like, is against your mother, it is an investment. Which doesn't make sense. <laughs> no sense at all. The joke doesn't make sense. It just doesn't land. So Moosh is getting super emotional. He's like, my baby's getting engaged. They only saved China a month ago. A month ago. Yeah, this is a month after all that happened. We're like, let's get engaged. We have PTSD and we literally don't know how to be around other people. <laughs> um, And so they discuss everything in battle lingo. Like, oh my God. Because the grandma invites all of China to their engagement party. And they're like, I'll divide and conquer. If you take it from the left flank, I'll take it from the right. <laughs> all we know is war. It was so bad. <laughs> all we have in common is war. You almost feel bad for these people. Um, <laughs> and the ancestors are super excited for the wedding because they're like, Mushu, that puts you out of a job because once a woman gets married, her ancestor, her, her husband's ancestors take over? Something like that. And apparently Mushu's just been a whole, uh, like a huge dick the whole time. Oh, yeah. Like from the intro sequence, he's been a huge dick about like, I was, you know, Mulan's guardian and she saved all of China. I'm the hero of China. And this is my best love for the next thousand years. Top this shit. Ooh, like he's being such an asshole. So weird. What the ancestors don't seem to realize is um, if Mushu's out of a job, soon all of them are. Because yeah. Mulan is the sole child and the only heir. And once the grandparents and the parents die, the house of Fa is done. Oh, shit. But sure, fuck Mushu. That's what you're worried about. Okay. Because he's just a huge dick this whole fucking movie, though. He is. He's... Oh, my God. He is the main conflict this whole movie. And it's... It doesn't make... It's not... Like, it's an injustice to Mushu, because I love Mushu. It is, because Mushu is, like, he's bumbling, but the whole time he's trying to help Mulan. In this movie, he's just like, fuck Mulan. Right. My own interest, that's it. It's so fucked up. So Mulan and and Shang are going through the engagement party, and, like, they're giving opposite answers to everything. Like, uh, we want no babies. We want a lot of babies. Mild, spicy, hot, cold, low, high, hung, opposites, opposites, (laughs) opposites. Didn't Mulan oh. just sing a song about opposites? It's almost like yin and yang and opposites are an overarching symbol oh that they're trying to bash over our heads. Because then Mulan's parents come to their, and they're like, oh, we have these yin and yang necklaces to give you. Like, we, they were our grandparents, and now we give them to you because you guys are opposites, but that's what makes you work. Oh, and then a guy on a horse rides up and he's like, the emperor needs you. <laughs> and Shang's like me and he's like, both of you. I'm like, one would hope. You know, I actually like that moment where the parents are like, here are your grand- or our grandparents, like yin and yang symbols to remind you of opposites and stuff. Yeah, this movie's great. about opposites, guys. <laughs> opposites. That was like the only good mo- part of this movie. Opposites? Opposites? Opposites. Yes? No. No, um, yes. So... Mushu's like, uh-uh, I'm gonna lose my job. I'm gonna break up the happy couple. This is where it gets just fucked up. And Cricky's like, what the fuck, dude? And he's like, I'm gonna lose my pedestal. Yeah, fuck Mulan's happiness, your pedestal. Yeah. Um. So they're riding to the palace, which has been repaired since Mulan utterly destroyed it with fireworks. A month later. A month ago. Chinese labor. <laughs> Get shit done. <laughs> How they built the wall. Built the railroads. Um, (laughs) So the emperor is going to protect them from Mongol attacks. (laughs) Oh, it's an awkward sentence and it's not historically accurate. Um, With a wedding alliance of the three princesses, which everyone is surprised to hear that there's princesses. Daughters? Princesses? Um, I don't think the emperor has a wife. And also, no, these girls doesn't. are all, like, Mulan's age. Mulan's supposed to be 16. 
Um, concubines. Concubine <laughs> babies. Like, they're not, like, they're, like, bastards, but they're, like, eh, it'll work, because he doesn't have any real daughters. Um, and Mulan's, like, an arranged marriage? Okay, Francis, what was Mulan getting ready for at the beginning of the first movie? Uh, I think she was going to the matchmaker? To get an... Arranged marriage? <laughs> <laughs> but she's like arranged marriage how barbaric um no offense that's how they did things in china uh, you're only getting to marry the man that you choose because you're a war hero you know what too another thing is at the end of the first movie the emperor is like you don't meet a girl like that every dynasty and then like in this one he goes shang you're going to marry these princesses or whatever huh he uh, shang is to marry to unite the no shang's not gonna marry the oh princesses. no 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 my bad <laughs> The princess, the princess, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen Ray Morris, I love you. If you want to be my guest sound and engineer with my coffee table sound <laughs> setup, you're welcome to. You'll probably cry at how bad it is. Thanks, Stephen. Um, so he, they're gonna marry the three princes of Qigong. Qigong, Qigong, yeah. which is the neighboring kingdom. They have three sons. So he's like. How many men do you need? And Shang's like three. three. And he's like three whole companies. He's like no, I only need three dudes. They're loyal, dependable, and strong. They just list attributes. <laughs> this whole movie, it's so weird. They're like you're strong, you're cool, you're brave, you're hot, you're lame. They like they couldn't write those characteristics in, so they just listed them. Mulan, you're so serene and peaceful, and you go with the flow. So Ugh. pan over to. Po, Ling, and Yao, and they're getting kicked out of the matchmaker's place because they have no personality. They have too much personality, if anything. They don't have no personality. Didn't they just, like, help win a war? Yeah, like, I'm sorry, even if girls didn't <laughs> like them, they'd still marry them. Right. And so they're listing what they want in their ideal girls, and Yao is like, I want someone to worship the ground I walk on. And Poe's like, I want someone to cook morning, noon, and night. And Ling's like, I want someone who likes to laugh. And I'm like, oh, he goes, and who thinks I'm a god? Ruined there it. it is. Ruined it. And then they just rip off the best song. Because they couldn't think of anything else. And they just have Girl Worth Fighting For reprise. And, and all the women look like Mulan. And they all hate them. <laughs> like one girl punches him clear across the room. Oh my god. Because he does this like chopstick. He puts chopsticks in his nose and she punches him in the face. Ow. Oh, gosh, that just hurt my nose. Um, Mm. Like, they're big enough heroes to warrant a statue in the middle of town. But these girls like, fuck these guys. They're war heroes and they can't get married. It's (laughs) It's so dumb. Baffling. Um, So Mulan and Shang find them. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're in. Let's let's get the princesses. So they're leaving that night in, like, the dead of night. The three princesses who are only distinguishable by their hairstyles and dress colors. It's literally, they all look the same. They have the same face. Their hair is wild, too. One has, like, bunny ears. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, And so uh, May, her shoe falls off, and Yao goes, like, running over, and, like, their eyes meet, and it's like, ah, like, he's totally moony-eyed instantly. Although I read online somewhere that, like, women's feet at that point in history were, like, the equivalent of seeing their genitals. Oh, God. So she just, like, flashed him a titty. Like, hey, boy, <laughs> you like what you see? Put that shoe on that foot. Like, mm-hmm. Um, and so Mulan's like, are y'all sure you're cool with this? And they're like, it's our duty. It's our honor. We have to do this. It's, our, it's a duty to my heart. 
No, they don't say duty. No, they don't. Mulan say that says yet. duty. The alternate oh name god. of this movie is duty to my heart. Oh my god. Because Mulan says it a hundred times. Um, and then they're headed out of the palace, and the scenery is really pretty. Like they go through like a rice oh, it's patty gorgeous, yeah. and like a cliffside. It's really pretty. Mulan's clearly conflicted about pulling these princesses off to marry these three princes they've never met, but she's feeling duty not to the mission, but to, to her, her heart. heart, to her heart. And Shang's like, we can only control our own lives, and she's like, oh okay. Yeah. And she's over it. She's over her conflict. Yeah. Um. So Ling is telling like terrible jokes. He's like, it's oh her own set of God. China. Get it? China. Good God. Um, it Yao hurts. is all moody-eyed over his cosmic moment, is what they call it. <laughs> but Ling is like, no, we just gotta get the princesses here. Yeah. And Poe's like, yeah, because they haven't seen their babies right. yet. Um, the princess is looking at the scenery, and by scenery I mean them boys. The boys. Mm. Uh, so May is clearly like the hopeless romantic, uh, Ting Ting is like the older sister, like be practical. Right. And May is the dumb blonde who likes to eat. <laughs> I just summed up their three characters better than the movie will. Yeah. Um, so they're gonna stop and stretch their legs and eat and make camp and all sorts of things. Yeah. They stop for like a full half of the movie. Yeah. I I tried He's like, we're gonna just stop and stretch our legs, and then they've stopped for half the movie. For half the movie. Which is only seventy minutes long. Ugh. <sighs> So Yao can't even talk to May. He's so tongue-tied. Mm-hmm. Um, Sue is like, ooh, fruit trees. I'm going to pick some food. And, and Ling calls Ting, Tingling. The worst lion. Tingling. Just, oh my god. And Ting Ting is just glaring at him over the top of the fan. Like, really, bitch. And it, Ling is uh, trying so hard, and it's not and working. It, it, oh my god. Just the fact that Ling and Ting Ting and just that whole interaction. Just. Like an Asian person wouldn't find the phrase tingling funny. No. That, uh, just everything. Anytime Ling was on screen, I was just immediately pissed off. Because his jokes were so racist. And just terrible. And bad. Oh my god. So May comes to Mulan and she's like, you're so brave. You're so committed to your duty. I'm going to list more traits about you. <laughs> and she's like, well, how did you know, like, what you did was the right thing to do? Like, you disobeyed the law. And she's like, because my duty is to my heart. Right. This is apparently a thing that Mulan says a lot, is it's, duty to your heart. Uh, apparently. <laughs> we'll get duty to it. Duty is to your heart. Yeah. We'll get to it. We're getting there. <laughs> so Mushu's like, okay, time to break up the happy couple. Which is ridiculous. With the dumbest montage? Because his way of breaking up the couple is making Shang look stupid. Right. He, like, makes him fall down in a river. He has a horse chase him. He has a skunk chase him. He has... He sticks worms in the back of him. And he goes, well, well. The worst... The, the voice acting, I think, was terrible. And that, that one specific part where Shang... Where Mushu sticks worms down Shang's shirt. And Shang is just like... Wah, 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 wah. Like, literally, that's all he does. Yeah, he just makes random noises. And, like, every time he looks like an idiot, Mulan's like, <laughs> Like, he falls down in the river, and she, like, falls on top of him, like, Stop it! And he, like, falls down in a field, and they go, like, rolling through the field, like, <laughs> Like, everything that Mushu tries to do, she turns into, like, a romantic comedy movie. I know. 
So dumb. So terrible. And then Khan, Mulan's horse, like mm. just tramples the fuck out of Mushu. Yeah. He's just like, fuck you, Mushu. So, we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. But Shang doesn't know about Mushu this whole time. Apparently not. Like, hey, Mulan, like, I love you. And like, we saved all of China together. You never told me you had a tiny dragon. And I mean, it's been a month since we saved China, you know, so. It could have come up. Yeah, it could have come up. But mm, don't mention it. That's cool. And also, like, Mushu was key to the plot of defeating the villains in the first movie. Yeah. So, I, oh, hey, hey, Mulan, there were only four of us on that roof. Who shot the last rocket? I don't know, man. Somebody. Just, My dragon. Just deus ex machina. That's, that, that, that's what they did. <sighs> I was just really lucky. I mean, technically, Mushu is deus ex machina. That's true. Because he's a god. Oh. He's a guardian. <laughs> so Mushu accidentally uh, knocks the cart loose and it goes rolling down the hill with the three princesses inside. Just conveniently. Just, it conveniently happens. And they straight up, all eight of them, go over a cliff. Because, you know, they were just on a... It looked like a plane, you know, with a field. It was, it was nice and chill. When they stopped, there you didn't see a cliff in any direction. Not a single cliff. And suddenly they're ten feet from a cliff. That they plummet down so rapidly, they're all pulled off the cliff. And they hit the water. They're all fine. It just de-escalated really quickly. Just went downhill. Yep. Really, really quickly. And Sue's like, I've got the food. Get it? Because she likes food. Ah. Uh, May has to save Yao from drowning in a foot of water, <laughs> which is slightly funny. And they're like, oh, man, all oh, our supplies are ruined. We'll have to make camp with what we have. They have five tents. They're like, oh, man, all our supplies are in the river. They're gone. And the princesses have a tent the size of a living room. Yeah. They're fine. The only thing that has been ruined is the map. Which the is map. Just wet. Conveniently. And the cart. Oh, the That's cart's it. wrecked. All the horses are fine. The tents are fine. fine. Food's fine. Um, so Shang is like, oh man, we're gonna have to go through Bandit's Pass. And Mulan's like, well, why don't we like go down this road and see if there's a village? He's like, because there's not a village on the map. And he's like, well, why don't we follow the river? Because the river's not on the map. <laughs> and she's like, what is it with men and asking for directions? What is it with women? Oh my god, it was terrible. Like, the, just the why manufactured. Are, that's where the why are all of the for. Disney sequels written by '90s sitcom writers? It was terrible. Just I feel like, I mean, it's true. The the, the conflict in all of the conflict in this movie is just manufactured. Yeah. Literally, it comes out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah. And then Yao's like, oh, um, I found a path through the forest to a village. And Mulan's like, I'm sorry. And Chang's like, no, I'm sorry. Had nothing to do with what they were fighting about. Because she's like, you always have to wing it. And he's like, you always have to stick to the plan. And then it's like, oh, I found a path. It's like, oh, we don't have problems. It's like, yeah. mm, nope, that wasn't what you were fighting about. They're just perfect now. They're fine. Yeah. And, like, the fight just came from nowhere, too. You always have to do this. You always have to do this. So, in the month you've been together you always after saving China. fight. Yeah. Uh, so, the princesses are just watching the boys chop fa- firewood. <laughs> and right. Ling finds Ting Ting's fan, and he's like, I'm your biggest fan. <sighs> One of the least racist jokes in the- Still bad. Still, still terrible. Still terrible. So bad. 
Um, so Ling is like, I have to turn off my feelings. I have to like commit to my duty. And May is like, I can't do it. And so she's writing a letter to her right. father saying like, I can't do it. I, I ha- my duty is to my heart. My duty is to my heart. My Where did she hear that heart. from? Well, Mulan? Mulan apparently said it all the time. It's like her catchphrase that we've never heard before. Never. And Ling is like, no, a princess has to make every sacrifice for her country. It's her duty. And Ling is just like, this is what princesses have to do. This is what princesses have to be. And Ming and Sue are like, nope, they want to eat, sleep, get dirty, run around in their uh, underwear. Yeah. the That the, actual uh, line comes out of their mouths. Right. The, the, that stupid song, the, like other girls. With the most racist line! Where they're talking about, like, no handmaids, no nurses, no folding our hands perfectly. Hold that galili. Literally, the oh accents are God. that thick. They literally say, fold our hands like a lily, with, like, the most stereotypical 70s Breakfast at Tiffany's Mickey Rooney racist accent. They could have done the horror movie in an accent like this, and it would have been just as offensive. Literally, that's the accent they do. And they do it like three times in the song. I literally had to rewind it. I'm like, I'm hearing that. Oh, nope. Just that racist. All three of these actresses are Asian. (sighs) God. But their singing voices, three light ladies. Of course. Three white ladies of course how did they convince do you think the three asian actresses went and heard the songs and were like like (laughs) offended like i'm sorry did they fucking just do that accent probably oh my god like lucy lou lucy lou like lucy lou can sing can't she i don't remember i'm not sure to be honest i feel like she can but I'm just wondering how uh, Leia Salonga felt about the whole damn thing. Like, looking back at it, she's like, I fucking agreed to this shit. Well, because the first one was so good when they were like, Mulan <laughs> 2. She was like, yeah. Duh, yeah. of course. Like, looking back at Mulan 2, looking back at this movie, the first song was not bad. No. Looking at this song. Compared to the rest of the movie, the first song is the best. Yeah. It's just... <sighs> Because the other songs are ripped off from the first or just straight racist. It's terrible. And the whole song is like, we want to be like underground. We want to be like underground. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, I'm like, y'all, you're Asian women in China. You're Asian women. <laughs> you're women in China. Your lives are going to suck no matter where you are. <laughs> right. Like Mulan wasn't like kicking it in like sweatpants eating potato chips. No, she was worried about fucking her dad dying going to war getting a husband and getting like a husband. she couldn't get anything right like it's not like if you weren't princesses you'd get to like fuck around like they're saying be like other girls being like other girls in 2004 be- exactly not being like other girls and you know dying of poverty in china or being forced to work well the good thing is the only thing they wouldn't have to do like other girls is be their father's concubines oh uh, yeah well he might i don't know uh Okay, so Mushu is trying to get all up in Shang's head, and he makes the creepiest Mulan puppet. Oh God! The cr- like it yeah. has like dead scarecrow eyes. Yeah. And he like he's like playing with the accent like, uh-huh, 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 and then it's straight up just Ming Not Wen talking. Yeah. Well, it was well, that was creepy too, but it was a play off of that first time where um, Mushu makes that puppet on the panda to Shifu. <gasps> oh! Yeah. 
Wow, it totally is. Because they were like, guys, how did we how did we get out of a situation last time? <gasps> Mushi made a puppet. Yes, let's have him make a puppet again. It'll be funny again. <laughs> It'll be really good, guys. Oh. Are Disney executives Italian mobsters in 1940? <laughs> no, they're not that clever. Marlon Brando and the Godfather. <laughs> Here's what we're gonna do. Here's we're gonna we're have gonna Mushu do. make a puppet. We're gonna take everything we like from the first movie, and we're gonna do it again. <laughs> That's the creepiest <laughs> accent. Um. So the Mulan puppet is like making fun of Shang, and she's like, "Uh, he has to stick to the plan. He needs a map, and his breath stinks. His breath stinks. Apparently, it smells like garlic. Breath stinks is the part that hits him the hardest. Apparently, like." I'm stubborn, I'm stupid, I'm dumb. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My breath stinks! Don't I can't do this anymore. dare say shit about how my breath smells. Yeah. And so he comes over to move on, and he's like, you left your post, you were shit-talking me, my breath doesn't stink. Hilarious piece of animation, I have to admit. Where he's just yelling at her, and his hair goes like, <laughs> <"Wah!"> <laughs> like yeah. the, the animation was not bad in that part. In that where scene, it, it was kind of funny. It was kind of cool to see, like, Shang go, crazy. And Mulan's, like, totally lost. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Your breath. And Mushi's just like, fan the flames, fan the flames, make them fight, make them fight. That's all they're doing. Oh, because literally, they're having to manufacture Every piece of conflict in this movie. Manufactured conflict. And the conflict they actually do have, like a cart falling off the hill, they immediately make no conflict out of. No no consequence. Imagine if they're like, oh man, we only have three tents. Uh Uh-oh, co-ed tents, guys. That would have been real conflict. Right. Or like, Everything's fine. No, just- We have all our tents for curve. Ugh. Um, so- the princesses are having some, like, midnight tea, and the boys are, like, prowling around, and they're like, hey, you want to, like, go down to the village? I'm like, I feel like I had this conversation in New York in my dorm. I'm like, hey, ladies, you want to uh, hit Long Island? <laughs> hey, ladies, I've always had a dream to go visit the village. Do you want to come with me? Uh, Poe's always had a dream to visit a village <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Um... And there's a line where Mushu is telling Mulan, like, the princesses and the guys are gone. And she's like, the princesses and the guys are gone. And Mushu's like, don't you understand Chinese? Oh, God. He says fully in English. (laughs) Like, (sighs) like the line could have been funny. He's like, what, am I speaking Greek? I'm pretty sure I'm speaking Chinese. Like, I mean, the joke would have still been bad. But, like, to have, like... A white guy doing an Eddie Murphy impression in English go, don't you understand Chinese? It's like, this joke is wrong on so many levels. That's the whole movie, basically, is a white guy doing an Eddie Murphy impression. She's like, okay, look, we know, you know, just just make shit up. Make shit up. You're Mushu now. He's like, but, I mean, all I do is Eddie Murphy impressions. Well, do what you think Eddie Murphy would do in this situation. Okay! So bad. Like, this is the animation voiceover equivalent of blackface. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Sorry. I think it was Chris Rock at the Oscars one year, and he was, like, doing the presentation for animation, and he's like, oh, in animation, you know, it can be anything, you know. My, you know, Michael Myers can be a six-foot ogre, and Scarlett Johansson can be a boa constrictor, and black guys can be donkeys. 
and zebras. <laughs> Whoop! There it is! Yep. And the whole audience is like, <laughs> white guilt. <laughs> um, so Mulan's gonna take off and find the princesses, and she's yeah. like, don't tell Shang. And Mushu, he tells Shang. Of course. Because fan the flames, don't, fan the flames, fan don't the tell flames. Shang, don't wake him up. I'm gonna do exactly what she told me not and to do. And he does like a one man band thing with a gong. And I know. Um, and Shang finds the letter that Princess May wrote saying, like, I can't do this. I have to follow the duty to my heart. And he's like, oh, duty to my, my heart. heart. <laughs> what? I know who said that a million times before, even though she never actually said it. The name it a of this movie before. is Duty to My Heart. It's Mulan <laughs> 2, Duty to My Heart. Duty to My Heart. So the village is having, like, a little festival. There's food. There's acrobats. You know, just because. Um, oh, the little, the girl who comes up and she's like, do you want fresh ginger? That's Michelle Kwan. No way. Because she comes ice skating up. Oh, that's hilarious. That's Michelle Kwan. And literally the only line was she's like, ginger, it's fresh. (laughs) Michelle Kwan came into a studio for four words. (laughs) What if she had like more dialogue, but she was so bad. They're like, ooh, Mm, cut that whole ginger cellar routine. Yeah, we'll just leave that one line in. But it's hilarious because they like play the ice skating noises. But she's just walking on dirt. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> um, so Poe and Sue are bonding over food. Um, Yao is like oh, fighting to God. impress May. Um, this whole scene, I feel, was just okay, guys. We need to come up with like romantic situations. Well, you know what? We have like this general, like generic date. Like, like he literally that... like wins her like a carnival teddy bear. Yeah. Oh, a panda bear. Um, yeah. So Ling is still trying super hard to make Ting laugh, and she's just, like, holding up her fan, like, mm-mm, not feeling it. Somehow Firefly set off fireworks. Because that's, that's how fireworks work. You know, that's how fireflies work. They're... A firefly lands on a firework, and the wick catches on fire and blows off. Because fireflies are actually fire, you know? That's why they're called fireflies. That That's how it worked. I mean, apparently, right? Yeah. And... Ting Ting lets out the biggest snorty donkey laugh. She thought he was funny the whole time, guys. Oh my god. She just had an ugly laugh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is so bad. It's terrible. It's so bad. Um... And, oh, so in his version of Girl Worth Fighting For, he, like, sticks chopsticks in his nose, and he's like, oh, once I find a girl who thinks that my chopstick nose joke is funny, I'll know she's the one. And Tang Tang puts chopsticks in her nose. Oh, my God. She's the one, guys. Oh. She's the one. Okay, also, (laughs) they make this huge deal over, like, we have to take the three princesses over the three kingdoms in three days. Three days? Three days. Three days? The whole thing happens in a day. Yeah. And they make a huge deal over three days, and it all happens in one day. It's so weird. Um, so all three couples are cuddling in the moonlight, and Mulan's like, hey guys. I caught you. This is super cute. I don't care. Yeah. And then Shang comes up. And he is busting all this the This is wrong. And Mulan. And Mulan's trying to smooth it over, and he's like. No, you have to follow duty to the mission. And he's like, duty to my heart. That sounds familiar, doesn't it, Mulan? And Mulan's like, what? My signature catchphrase that I've never said before, except for the 50 times in this movie. What? And 
then he's like, oh, I was, I didn't mean to write that letter. <laughs> I think she means you didn't mean to send it, but you definitely meant to write it. Right. She did. Um, so then mm. Shang's like, we're going to Qigong. You boys aren't allowed to look at the princesses. You can't talk to the princesses. You can't enter their tents. I'm like, was that low key? You can't fuck them. Because <laughs> he's like, you are not to speak to them. You are not to address them. You are not to enter their tents. That was specific. That was specific. I mean, maybe they've just been going in their tents the whole time. Um. So Shang is yelling at Mulan. He's like, you put your feelings above everything else. And Mulan's like, my feelings are what tells me what my true duty is. And they just list each other's personality traits. So they're like, Listing you're brave again. and you're loyal, but you're stubborn and you're rude. And he's like, you're you're forceful and amazing, but you're just... Yeah, and they just yell attributes at each other. I feel like they were storyboarding and somehow like some notes they, they that they took down during storyboarding was like, okay, oh, like, so Mulan Shane? is this She's and that. She's brave, beautiful, and strong. Okay. And Shang mm-hmm. is uh, loyal. Uh, he's honorable. He's duty. Okay, Zach like walks in. Okay, perfect. Uh, there, this is our script. Put a, put a line in about that. We'll fix it in post. And then they never did. <laughs> they never did. That's what happened. <laughs> um. So Shane goes storming off, and it's all they're all riding through the pass, and it's all now all of their supplies look like they're gone. Yeah, because they have like three horses, and that's it. And like that's it. there Nothing are three else. princesses on one horse. Yeah. I'm like, all of a sudden, shit split up. Yeah. And like gone. Um. Mulan and Shang can't even look at each other. Yeah. It's like... Oh, they the, the line, they were like, oh, maybe we're just too different. Ah. Hey, Francis, would you say they're opposites? Like yin and yang? <gasps> Has this movie talked about opposites at all? Oh my god, it's almost like it, it was trying to force an overarching theme. Dude, that would have been so much funnier if the princesses were the opposite to the boys. Oh, that would have been great. Like, if the girl's like, mm, I don't really care about food that much. But I love you anyway because we work out. Because we're opposites. And like, oh, I don't like violence. But like, I like that you can fight. And like, oh, I'm really serious. But your jokes are funny. But instead, they're like, fat guy likes food. Fat uh, fat girl likes food. Skinny guy like, 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 they just, they talk about opposites and then make them exactly the same. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Um... Literally, like, the tall guys with the tall guys, the short guys with the short girl, the thin guys with the thin guy. Like, oh, my God. Um, so they get split up in, like, that weird pass. And I thought that was going to, like, be, like, a point of conflict that they were going to get lost. Right. And then they immediately rejoin, and it's totally fine. Easy peasy. To- totally fine. It's so they easy. are in the bandit's pass, which was a big deal. Okay, yeah. I thought the whole thing is they're like, oh man, we're gonna have to go through Bandit's Pass because we can't find a road. And they're like, oh no, we found this village, therefore we found the road. No, we still have to go through Bandit's Pass. But then they still go through Bandit's Pass. It's like they forgot their own movie. <laughs> so the princesses are apologizing to Mulan about like, so sorry, like we broke up your engagement. And she's like, it wasn't meant to be. It's fine. Like, yeah. And for some reason, Mulan's like, I'm just so sad, Mushu. And Mushu just. For whatever reason, just confesses. He's just like, tells her everything. It was me. Uh, I did it. Oh, I just feel so bad now after it's all happened. Oh, but we forgot. There's more. There's more attribute listing <laughs> because the the boys are like, oh man, I really wish I could talk to the princesses. Can we talk to the princess? Well, we can't talk to the princesses. But if I could talk to the princesses, I would say that Ting is the funniest, prettiest, most extraordinary girl in the world. What would you say about Sue? I would say Sue is fresh ginger on the rice bowl of my life. 
Because <laughs> he's fat and he likes food. Get it? And then Yao calls May one right, babe. One righteous babe. Because they couldn't think of anything else. Nope. They just wanted to make it. They have to list more attributes. Oh, my God. Okay, but yeah, but then Mushu confesses, and Mulan's like, we don't have any problems. It was all you. No, you still have problems. <laughs> he may have stirred them up, but, like, the fight you were having was an actual issue that you have in your relationship. actual issues. But, I mean, yeah, like, Mushu exacerbated them, but it's not peachy keen and everything's fine and dandy. No, you were guys were having an actual fight. She's like, oh, we don't have to fight. Except there's an ambush. Shang, I have to tell you, it's an ambush. Of three guys. <laughs> right. And they were, okay, I noticed in the village and right now these guys are the same Huns. Like, yeah, they were the Huns the in the same, first one. Like, the same, like, yellow eyes, costume design. Oh, and they're like, oh, they're trying to grab one bracelet off one girl. Get the gold, get the gold. And they're <gasps> like, he's like, I can't get it off. Take the whole package. He would have chopped her hand off. Yep. Just take, okay, just take the hand off. I mean, he, he would have been like, oh, bracelet? It would have just taken her hand. But he has to kidnap the girl, so they're like, oh no. And they're like running over a rope bridge. And they start chopping the bridge, and like Mulan and Shang are on the bridge, and they fall, and Mulan catches Shang's hand. And he's like, he's like, it can't hold us both. I'm sorry, Mulan. And he lets go! And he fucking falls down. He's dead. It's like the only time there's something dark. That and Mulan is film. like screaming. She's like, Shang! It- it was a little heartbreaking. It was, but it comes out of left fucking field because the entire goddamn movie has been so lighthearted. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's all about balance and everything being opposites. And, and now, then like Shang's dead. And then it's like raining. Everyone's so sad. Mulan like plunges his sword into the ground in oh like the God. dead of night. And when they come up in the morning, she's still crying over the sword. Like, like the if the entire second movie was as powerful as that. That moment. Yeah. It would have been good. And the princesses are like, uh, we're so sorry we ruined your relationship and killed your fiancé. We have to go finish the mission. And Mulan's like, no, losing Shang taught me I can't let you finish the mission because, like, true love. It's, like, the only good part of the movie. And then for no fucking reason, we cut and there's a horse. Oh, Just wow. sniffing. The horse? It smells like a just bloodhound. <laughs> oh, that- oh. Oh, that horse looks familiar. That's Shang's horse. Is that... Is that? Shang's alive! He's alive! Shang's alive, guys! (laughs) I literally measured, they let him think he was dead for not even two full minutes. Not even two full minutes on the period. He's dead for a minute and 30 seconds. Because they can't even commit. And apparently the river gave him a wardrobe change and new haircut. And oh, his bun fell out. Yeah, but he's got a completely different set of clothing on. Oh, I just ran down to the local river to buy myself a new outfit. That's how you do it. Like, uh. um. So then Mulan goes to the emperor of Qigong and he's like, oh, cart went over the river. All the princesses are dead. <laughs> Holy fuck, Mulan. That's dark as shit. <laughs> and the emperor's like, I don't care. I still need a marriage. He's like, I still need a marriage. And Mulan's like, I'm going to marry your son. I'll be the replacement. And they're like, this random girl who fought in a war, she's more valuable than three princesses put together. Well, I mean, she what? was the savior of China. But it's not about savior, it's about bloodlines. That's true. That's right. And so he's like, was- okay, you're gonna marry my oldest son. 
racist, racist, racist. Oh, it was fucked. He's terrible. playing with a Chinese finger trap. Chinese finger trap, and he's just, just that. I don't even have any words for how terrible it is. And he just looks at the line and goes, "She's so old." She's so old. Like, is he supposed to be like? an 11 year old boy and like that's why it's funny like child marriages i i think so that's kind of what i feel like they were going for but i feel like mulan is 16 16 and a month 16 and a month <laughs> and he's like she's so oh is he nine what the fuck um this is the character pissed me off so much so they're like okay yeah cool we're gonna get married right fucking now right now in this very moment um oh and he keeps being he's like Oh, the golden dragon of unity predicted that we'd married three princesses in three. The golden dragon of unity. The golden dragon of unity. The golden dragon of unity. Like, in this one minute scene, they say golden dragon of unity, like, <laughs> ten times. I'm like, hey, guys, are we worried about the golden dragon of unity at all? Um, it's all about duty to the heart. So and the, the golden prin- dragon of unity. The princesses and the boys find Shang. And they're like, let's storm the castle. Wee! Yeah. And Mulan's getting ready for her arranged marriage. Mushu's like, I'm so sorry, this is all my fault. Yeah, Mushu, it literally is. It is. Um, and the prince is caught in the Chinese finger trap at his own wedding. <sighs> I still have no words for just how absolutely terrible that character is. And then Shang throws a ninja star. A ninja star, yeah. Just... <laughs> Cuts... Cuts their marriage sash in half. Yeah. Where the fuck did that come from? I don't know. Fell in the river, lost his hairstyle and his clothes. He kept the ninja star. He's got one. A single one. <laughs> He's got one. <laughs> He's just standing in the crowd. Okay, it's I gotta like, make this right. <laughs> it was lodged between his butt cheeks. <laughs> um. Oh, so God. he's like, no, you can't marry her. And Mulan's like, what are you doing? He's like, move on. I'm winging it. And he's like, no, the golden dragon of unity. The go- hey, do we have any uh, dragons around, Francis? Oh, that looks like there's a golden dragon of unity, like, directly behind them. But do we know any real dragons? Oh, my God. Wouldn't it be so convenient if, like... Like a dragon. Like a dragon that, like, like talks. who's a dragon? <gasps> Mushu. Mushu. Who can apparently blow a giant jet of fire out of nowhere. Humongous. It's, like, ten feet long. And it's just like... Bruh! And he's got a tiny megaphone. And he's of course. like, I'm the golden dragon of unity. How convenient that he, you know, fakes to be a big dragon again. Like in the first movie. In the first movie. Yeah, oh, like for like in the first movie he makes a puppet. And in the second movie he pretends, in his first movie he also pretends to be a giant dragon. And he does it all in the second movie, guys. And he's like, this is an example of true love. And like, China's soul feels it. Mulu, Mulan, do you? Shang, do you? You're married. Apparently how marriages work in China, a large dragon yells at you and then you're married. And apparently, like, after that, like, the emperor's like... Oh, and he's like, oh, and I released the princess from the deal that they made. Yeah. Because he can do that. And then the emperor, like, goes to his son and, like, they have this weird, like, bonding moment where they just, like, look look at each other and the emperor's like, oh, maybe I do love my son. And he's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't force marriages. Yeah. And then that's it. We see them. Oh, and there are a couple of racist jokes thrown into there too. Oh, I didn't. I couldn't even write them all down. Oh my god, Emperor Double Chin. Because yeah, Emperor Chin. Oh, it was just no. It was too much. So then they're back home, and everything's all cool. And Mushi's like packing up his stuff at the temple. He's like, "If Mulan's happy, I'm happy. I'm gonna go back to Gong duty." And then Shang 
combines the family mm. temples. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Mulan doesn't seem to either. It just kind of happens. He just like takes a tablet and lays it in Mulan's and he's like, we're one family now. And literally, Mulan's like, what does that mean? And he's like, it means we can do whatever we want. And he goes, wait, aren't there rules? And he goes, yeah, right next to the rules about dressing like a man and joining the army. Legitimately (laughs) the funniest joke of the whole movie. Right. The only decent joke. And then Mushu comes like falling down and he's like, oh no. And Shang's like, hey Mushu. And Mushu's like, you told him about me? He literally didn't know about Mushu this entire time. At all. And Mulan's like, well, I had to tell him about the golden dragon immunity. So Shane legitimately thought a dragon married him. <laughs> I like Shane's right away. He's like, Mulan, can you believe the golden dragon immunity approves of our marriage? She's like, oh, honey. Well, the whole time, too. No. <laughs> the whole time, too, Shang is like, well, Mulan told me everything about the golden dragon immunity and how this and that, but. Not once does Shang mention or even, like, allude to Mushu trying to sabotage their relationship. No. At all. He says everything. I thought he was going to be like, everything. He's like, I understand. You thought you were going to lose your pedestal. So did Shang just combine the family temples so that Mulan's one-foot dragon could keep his hot tub? Probably. He bucked thousands of years of Chinese tradition for an asshole, racist, black-faced dragon. Oh, my God. And the worst fucking part, too. <laughs> That's Mulan 2. Blackface dragon, duty to your heart. Like, the entire, like, <laughs> situation was dissolved by Shang bringing a tiny little tablet to the temple. Like, we could have just avoided the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Literally. That was the entire conflict of the movie. Which... And it's solved with a stone tablet. He might have been a, He might have just done that anyway to begin with. Like... We just wasted 70 minutes watching this dragon, like, abuse his friendship with his best friend so he can have these to have a living perks, to have a pedestal, and have living perks where he has people, like, blow bubbles into his jacuzzi. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, make some hot oil. I don't know what it's for, but we're gonna use it. Was that a sex thing? I think it was. Hey guys, you know, we had in some of our movies, we kind of have some like adult jokes. Let's try to squeeze some into this one too. And then immediately the movie ended, and I wanted to start singing the song that's at the end of the first one. It's like, Tootio Hot, you must be Tootio Hot. But that's not the end of this one. No, it's not. Whatever we start, we'll be together, baby. Tootio Hot. That was such a good ending for the first movie that just the second one was just. Okay, so. We're going to do our favorite quotes from the original and then the best slash worst quote from the sequel. For me, I do lyrics because lyrics count. Okay. Oh, no. I'm not doing lyrics because I was going to do lyrics and then I decided this is the best line in the whole movie. And he's like, My children never caused such trouble. They all became acupuncturists. Well, we can't all be acupuncturists. No. Your great-granddaughter had to be a cross-dresser. <laughs> That's the movie almost line. got a PG rating for the word crossdresser. <laughs> that was such a good line. Actually, okay. And then the line from the sequel, which I already said, but I'll say it again, is... Mulan, seems your grandma invited someone to help us celebrate the engagement. Really? Who? China. Oh! 
<laughs> okay. My favorite line actually is just uh it just sets the tone for the whole movie and it's just so great. I won't take any chances, General. A single grain of rice can tip the scale. One man may be the difference between victory and defeat. You know, the Emperor, yeah, the Emperor says that, you know, when they're like, oh my god, the war is looming, the Huns are here, we, the beacons are lit, like, oh my god. Gondor cosplay! <laughs> <And the> Sorry! <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> but the Emperor's like, don't worry, you know, it's just like, holy shit, one man, but really, it's gonna be a woman. A lady! <laughs> and then my least favorite line in the Mulan 2. Well, hello there. I am Lee. I am Princess Ting Ting. Well, if you ever need me, just give me a tingling. <laughs> oh, come on, your highness. You don't want to let your guard down. Oh, it hurt. So bad. It hurt. So fucking bad. Oh my god. Okay, so on a scale of one to five, one being like, guilty pleasure, I'm gonna watch the shit out of this. Five being like, I would rather watch paint dry. What would you rate this? I would rate Mulan to five. A five? Five all the fucking way. I would rate it a four. Like, I'll keep the TV on while I fold laundry. Like, it's good background noise. I can't even do that. I can't even do <laughs> because that. Because you love the original so much. I love the original so much. And, like, the second one is just way too fucking racist. Oh, my God. Okay, any other thoughts on Mulan or Mulan 2? Yes. Uh, I just realized this. Watching Mulan 2 is like seeing the the Chinese clone of a movie. It's like watching a um, um, a Chinese bootleg of Mulan. Yes. Where it's, it's literally just like that. It's just like, oh, cool. What's this movie? Oh, it's... Luman about a woman who's like a man. <laughs> it's like our favorite hero, and Luman. And her love interest, Lang Shi. Exactly. That's literally what the whole movie felt like. It's like what the fuck? I wa I was expecting, you know, like some hero saving China and some big baddie being defeated, but no, it's just like a giant lover spat and abusive relationships and three bandits and, and three bandits. All the characters are there. They just, like, you know, kind of cut and paste them and, like, listed attributes, but they don't really do anything. So just... much attribute listing. I know. I didn't recognize it until, like, halfway through the movie. I'm like, they just list attributes at each other over <laughs> and over. Okay, um, where can people find you online if they want to follow your... Online, you can find me on Instagram at... At Sicknarf, S-I-C-K-N-A-R-F. And you can find us online at our Twitter, Stupid Sequels 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a hint for what next week's movie will be. This is about the original. It is based on a novel that was written in 1782. Yeah. Wrap your melons around that one and figure out what the sequel could be. All right, that's been Stupid Sequels. See you next week. Bye! Thanks so much for listening to the Stupid Sequels podcast. Please subscribe and review so everyone can find us on iTunes. 
You can find us on Twitter at StupidSequels2 or email us at StupidSequelsPodcast at gmail.com. Every episode is made possible by our sound engineer, Francis Dacaud. Our logo was designed by Nicole Wiseman at Wyshot. And you can find me online at Callie Blair on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. And remember, even though these movies are stupid, deep down, we really love them. <laughs> <laughs>